this might get weird. Are we rolling? We're rolling. Well, then cheers, Grace Helbig. Cheers, Mamrie Hot. Look at us with our hot teas on a cold day. Oh, shit. The battery's already dying. <laughs> BRB, BRB, guys. Um, it's not a metaphor for how I feel. The symbolism. We left it in. <laughs> Fuck it. Guys, we had we put in a, a dead battery into the camera. And so I, I love the, a start of a podcast like this. The metaphor is there. You know, make sure that you have your batteries charged before you charge forward into creative endeavors. Are your batteries charged? Because I know when I was offering said hot teas that we're sipping on, you were like, I will take the caffeine, ma'am. Yeah, well, it's um, it's raining in Los Angeles. It's weird. Which everyone hates when people from Los Angeles talk about it at all. Who cares? <laughs> You're going to have to deal with it. We are citizens of L.A. and this shit it is, is crazy. Strange. It's very strange. So uh, I feel like we've talked about this before. I feel like I react very uh, reflectively of the weather. And okay. so I just feel You're tired. Just super wet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People don't want to be just engaged with me at all. <laughs> no one wants to come around or do oh. or live their normal lives around me. Uh, no, I just feel extra tired today. Yeah. That, yeah. It happens. I just feel cozy. Uh-huh. I feel really nice and cozy, which is why we have our, our hot tea. You have a pumpkin. A pumpkin tea. I know. I will say it does feel very festive and very cozy. I have a hibiscus. <laughs> hibiscus is my favorite. I love it. Is um, there a season for hibiscus? No. Or is that an all uh, universal all year round kind of tea? I mean, I usually drink it as an iced tea. That is yeah, what, like okay. when I go to Starbucks, mm-hmm. which, you know, I try to support local business, small local business. But sometimes yeah. you need a consistent, you know what you're getting vibe. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, I get my coffee and then I get a Trenta, which is basically a pony keg. Yeah. A yeah. barrel. Yeah. Of unsweetened passion iced tea, which mm-hmm. I think is hibiscus. Do you order it as a Trenta? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you said just like large. No, large. They would just give you grande. Oh, okay. There's, I think it's like venti is extra large. Trenta is like double X. Do they have extra smalls? You know, you could ask for espresso. You could ask for a nice tea and an espresso, a, pu- a puppuccino. But I'll take it as a passion iced tea. Thank you so much. Has Goose ever eaten a puppuccino? Yeah, she's had not a puppuccino. She's had um, dog ice cream down in Palm Springs, uh-huh. like the thing that. If you don't know, mischievously, it looks like your little Dixie cups that yeah. you see it as kids all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. You'd get it like parties or in the cafeteria where they'd give you like uh-huh. a piece of wood. Yeah. Which in retrospect, seems like you could get a little chompy chomp and that would cause some major splinters. Splinters, right. But I guess maybe it was easier to recycle. I have no idea. Yeah, recycle wood. I wish it was more like the fun dip where you can eat the, the spoon or the, the utensil afterwards. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Guys. Maybe like a biscotti because <gasps> a biscotti is a hard enough cookie that I think it could withstand yeah. an ice cream that isn't like completely thawed. And you know what I mean? children love biscottis. Listen, <laughs> I remember the first time I had a biscotti. You I re- do? I remember. <laughs> I was going to visit my cousin, Hallie. Remember when we had that whole conversation two weeks ago about like, what's a second cousin? Yeah. I was going to visit them mm-hmm. in D.C. And uh, the woman who gave me the bunt cake book and yes. uh, or pound cake book. And I went and I remember my little cousin, she was like, oh, we're going to the bookstore because her parents mm-hmm. were really good about like buying her new books like constantly. Oh, and I was like, great. and I was like, yeah, I might get an Archie comic. Like I might get like a new <laughs> babysitter's club. Like, right. I'm going to get the book that has the free necklace with it. Amazing. And then Hallie was like, check it out. This is called biscotti. And I was like, what's this hard ass cookie? <laughs> <laughs> but then it had like 
a white chocolate. Yeah. And I remember I ate biscottis like daily for the next week. I went back to North Carolina (laughs) after visiting my like lawyer Jewish family in D.C. and being like, have y'all heard of biscotti, you plebeians? I've been to France. And here's the proof. I've been to Alexandria, Virginia, Barnes and Noble. Oh, that's very funny. Yeah. I don't know. There's something there like on my teeth. It hurts. Well, you've you've yeah. your teeth, and I've also. But this is coming from <laughs> this. But the bizarre thing, it's coming from a person that spent their childhood like opening things with their teeth and oh, being told yeah. like, "Don't do that. That's bad for your teeth." Oof. And so, yeah, the, I don't know what it is about biscotti. And now, as an adult, to dip that'd be lovely in a coffee. Wonderful. You know why? Because it's so hard it's so mm-hmm. rock solid that yeah. like it softens to enough once again we're an episode of delicious dish <laughs> well i was gonna say your outfit today is very <laughs> reminiscent i know you just put a jacket on but with your hair parted like that in the headphones i was like Are she's gonna talk about sweaty balls today <laughs> molly shannon um no but it's hard enough to where when you dip into a hot liquid it's a nice soft i don't understand when people are like let me dip my donut i'm like so uh, you can have floaty so you can have gross soggy crumbs floating yeah, no hell no, no. Not a soft pastry. It's only if you're going to go in and out real quick. Thank if you, you just want the essence, the hint of the coffee. Thank you. But I've seen people do like a soak no. and I'm like, what are you doing? Fuck you. Yeah. You're, that's the opposite <laughs> of self-care. That's a saboteur right there. Wait, okay. You were saying that Goose ate some Oh, yeah. She went nuts. Ice cream. She okay, was yeah. like a meth addict. Like she literally was just the most focused on something I've ever seen of just like licking it until it was completely done, licking it after it was completely done and going back later just to make just sure to she didn't miss anything. Just to see. Well, and I've seen beans well, eat it. Well, you know that Beans's tongue is 99% of the time a biscotti. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It's a tiny biscotti. Um, but the first time, like, Chip was eating ice cream and Beans got close, it dripped. It dripped yeah. drool. And yeah. I was just like, I've never seen anything like this. Wow. To the point when, we, I'm sure I've said this before, but when we when we did the, like, dog DNA test. Yeah. I had to like hold ice cream near her to try to to get get moisture. (laughs) It didn't work. I had to end up doing a swab, but like still, it was crazy. Um, Yeah, it's uh, dogs with uh, ice cream like that. Yeah, Goose's eyes have a tendency when she's like really into something Mm -hmm. that like the whites of them become more like available to see. (laughs) It was honestly scary watching (laughs) just these like eyes that look like those stress things when you squeeze them that the eyeballs pop out. Well, you've seen the videos of like, there's a couple, there's some people who can like push their eyeballs out. Ugh, no, I don't want, like not all the way. They're not like popping out like a pug, but but like like they push out. No, they push out. You've never seen this before? Yeah, I don't need to see. Let me show you. Okay. Eyeball pushed out people. Oh no, this is a risky googs. all Steve Buscemi Okay, world record for eyes bulging out the see, furthest. I don't need to see the one that can do it the most. No, but like people <sighs> can really do it. Oh, wow. Yeah, those look like... Look at her. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's crazy. For a while there, I was like, I bet I could train to do that. Yeah, with but my what if eyes. you go too far? What if you go too far and all of a sudden you got an eyeball swing of ding a Right, because that's like... um. What I hear recently that weightlifters, like they, oh. their anuses will distend every now and then <laughs> if they pull too hard and lift too hard. And when I heard that, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Why would they put themselves through that? There's got to be something to protect them. Wait, hold on. Real talk. Yeah. When you say they distend, how does like, it grow out? Like how like it pops out. 
Like, your whole it, butthole pops yeah. out like a like a trunk. Yeah, you can later look that up for yourself. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, that it's like is that, um, what, is that what a prolapsed butthole is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I've always just laughed at the joke. I know. I know. Not knowing it, the truth, but that's what sometimes when they pull too hard, there's <laughs> so much sense. pressure on that area of their body because they're wearing you know the belts and all that stuff down there. It's a uh, yeah. There's got to be a fair amount of like shitting on the competition floor, right? That's, I mean, has anyone pooped? During the Olympic Games weightlifting category. I, I would put money on yes, but I don't know that it gets, you know, it makes it to the TV. Maybe they wear like protective underwear. That's and if what not, I wonder. this is a niche we got to go into. Right. We're coming up with so many business plans today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you lift weights and you're scared your butthole's going to fall out? Oh, by the way, speaking oh, of... Oh, that reminded you of something? Yeah, always. <laughs> no, in uh, talking about Olympics, we I got a message last week because we talked about the curling event and how like oh, it got called off. I think or, I got the same message, but yeah, read aloud, please. Uh, she said, I'm a curler from the US and your conversation about curling on this week's podcast was amazing. Just so you know, curling advertisements are permanently in the ice, yep. like several layers down. So they couldn't just remove the advertisement. And it's ironic that the advertisement bug USA curling because teammates literally scream hard as players are coming <laughs> down the ice to get them to sweep faster, which is true. I love it. First of all, I love that there's a curler who listens to our podcast. Shannon. Hello. Hey, Shannon. Shannon. Thank give you us for a that lesson. message. Um, and that they... Put it on in the ice. Yeah. Like that, that seems- is a risk if you're if you're besides this, this is just people being prude yeah. about the 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 vibrator company. But like if if an a uh, company was to get canceled or mm-hmm. something like you'd have to like melt the ice. Right. That I'm like, isn't can you guys take any of the technology from like the NFL? And also right. you could rotate ads. You'll get more ads. That's what I'm saying. Uh, possibilities. We are just here to make everyone's jobs and careers better <laughs> what i want to know is how much does a curling ad cost like how much mm. money are people putting in to get into the ice because i want this might get weird to be in there i know i mean we wanted to put it on be- benches <laughs> i know that was way too expensive we just don't have very good follow-through no so- listen if you guys if any of you out there sells bench ads <laughs> yeah or other type of weird ads please let us know because when i did my research it was like oh this is gonna cost you 10 grand i was like for a fucking bench <laughs> no way no damn way uh, oh okay what? What sorry at? i was looking at finding how much does a curling ad cost and camro camrose curling says uh the cost for an eight by four wall advertisement is 268 dollars a year i want to get in the ice i know i know i'll have to do some more research okay, uh, for you. getting in the ice <laughs> okay thank you oh speaking of ice and cold yeah you were saying this right before we started recording and i was like you're so right hmm this back house is freezing. Um, there's no heat. I used to have like a little heating AC wall unit and then my subletters, uh, they, they went too hard on it. It's broken. I have to, <laughs> I have to replace it. Um, but I was like, sorry, it's so cold back here. And you were like, oh, it just reminds me of high school. Yeah. High school was always cold. Yeah, it was. How yeah. are you supposed to learn when you're constantly like wiggling your toes to make sure? I don't know if it was purposeful. I mean, I went to public school. I don't know if it was purposeful to keep all the kids awake or if it was just a cost thing. No. That it costs more to add AC to the school in the hot months. That is true. It was for sure a cost thing because I feel like you could walk over to the actual heating wall unit and like burn your skin off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I I remember like distinctly (laughs) sitting on one like on my hands and being like second degree burns. 
But it would make sense to keep it cold since that's how they keep audiences alert. Right. At live studio audience tapings. Yeah. And is that that that's purposeful? Yeah. OK. Because if you're because if it's a little warm in there, people mm-hmm. are more likely to fall asleep. Mm. And uh, I guess like the cold just keeps you more alert, which makes yeah. you laugh more. I remember them telling yeah. us that at, at midnight. Yes, that's true. I wasn't sure because I mean, it's I've been in the audience of I don't know a couple shows and it has always been freezing but even when we would be on at midnight i remember when they would send your like you know like tips and like how to's they'd be like and maybe wear something long sleeve because we keep the studio extremely cold yeah that's true that's true that's true because the equipment i guess too everything they should have done that for real housewives of salt lake reunion when mary fell asleep (laughs) last year i was like oh my god there's our reunion i watched the episode last night I did too. Good stuff. Jen Shaw, so guilty. Worst liar. I am curious when they get to the church stuff. Yeah. So guilty. Worst liar. I mean, truly uh, trying to cry with that much Botox is. (laughs) I did see a a meme that was like when Jen Shaw realized she said way too much without an attorney present. Yeah. Trying out new wines is all fun and games until that one wine you bought just because you like the label turns out to be uh, not so great. That's why I love First Leaf Wine Club. First Leaf creates a custom wine print for every member and picks the perfect wine from their massive portfolio once you take their five-minute quiz, okay? And their picks improve with the more wines you try and rate. Hello, uh, I'm sorry, it gets better the more you drink. I'll take it. This winter, I'm diving into those like really robust, massive reds. I want Cabernets, I want Zinfandels, I want all those big heavies. Oh, geez, but I don't want it to be heavy in my pocket and then I don't like it. So that's why First Leaf freaking works. So celebrate your special first and the moments that count with First Leaf, the wine club designed to help you discover new wines you'll love, personalized to your taste, and deliver to your door. Join today and you're going to get six bottles of wine for $29.95 with free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash TMGW. That's tryfirstleaf.com slash TMGW for six bottles of wine for $29.95 with free shipping. Here's a toast to first. May you enjoy them with the people you love from the first sip to the last. Tryfirstleaf.com slash TMGW. The holidays are the most wonderful time of the year and the most stressful, especially if you run an online store. Between managing inventory, filling orders, and dealing with stressed out customers, all the while needing to do all the holiday stuff for your own friends and family, the work never seems to end. But with ShipStation, the hassle of shipping out holiday orders melts away, leaving you with more freedom to run your business or enjoy some much needed time off. You heard Mamrie and I talk in this episode about how dumb we are at shipping anything out on our own behalf. And so ShipStation is there to help you out. With ShipStation, you get one easy-to-use dashboard, and you can import orders from every sales channel or automate pretty much any shipping task. It also works with all major international and local carriers like FedEx, UPS, and USPS. Plus, you get access to discounted rates. ShipStation doesn't just make shipping easy, it saves you money too. And make this holiday season a little brighter with ShipStation. You can use our offer code TMGW to get a 60-day free trial, just enough time to handle all of the holiday rush. So go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top, and enter code TMGW. ShipStation, make ship happen. Oh, hold on, though. I have a segue. Yeah. Speaking of Botox. Ah. Have you heard about this camel beauty pageant? Okay. I saw headlines, and then it confused me too much to really click on it, and I didn't want to see potential photos of camels getting Botox. I don't know what what it is. Um, Well, I haven't, like, gone 
like hugely into it. Okay. But there is this massive like month long festival mm-hmm. in Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Yeah. Saudi Arabia. Um, and within it, they have a friggin like camel beauty contest, which right. I'm assuming right. it's like a dog show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they are beautiful for specificities. Like right. when you watch a dog show, you're like, that's one ugly look- looking mutt. Yeah. But According to the dog association, right, that, that motherfucker's of this animal are exactly what they're naturally supposed to be. Exactly. So anyway, they have, you know, a ton of camels mm-hmm. that register for it. And the reason why is because the winner, how much do you think the winner gets? Oh, uh, Saudi Arabia, like a hundred thousand dollars, sixty six million dollars in cash. What? Sixty six million dollars bucks for a fucking camel oh my god does second place get anything i have no idea i have no idea but they 66 million dollars that's why our gas is so expensive (laughs) i don't know i I truly don't know anything about (laughs) gas and politics um okay it says camels are judged by their head shape Okay. Their dress, so I guess they're like, you what know. Okay, like the accessories. The saddle, wearing, yeah, et cetera. Okay. Uh, wow. Their posture, oh. the sides of their lips, cheeks, <sighs> knees, and their humps. So it's like the Miss America pageant. Exactly. <laughs> but unlike there, cosmetic alterations are strictly prohibited. And I guess dozens of camels got, got like disqualified because they were getting Botox and facelifts. Oh, my God. Can you imagine being like... A vet who's like, oh no, like count uh, count down from ten, camel. I'm about to give you a fucking oh, facelift. Oh my god! And Botox. Uh, how did they find out? I mean, you could probably tell, I guess, by looking at the camels that they look like just a bunch of Lisa Rinna's. I know. Well, now it says like they're using it says quote specialized and advanced technologies, but Whoa. it was also just like there's there's fillers, there's nips, there's tucks to oh. the to the ears, there's <gasps> hormone treatments, and it was just basically that are all illegal. This is all illegal that they found out people were doing to their camels. Mm-hmm. For I mean, sixty six million dollars. That makes people very desperate. Yep. It says, I mean, breeding camels in Saudi wow. Arabia is a multi-billion dollar industry. Wow. So, of course, I think it's probably kind of like um, the uh, Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Where, like, the winner of that, he's he's getting Gonna, a quarter of a mil per, per spooge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the, uh, which is just crazy. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Animals deserve better, so. I know, for Uh, real. But yeah, Botox on the camels. Oh my God, who was the whistleblower on that? (laughs) Truly. (laughs) They said, they said, they were like, these camels are too pretty. Yeah, we've noticed that there's some uh, very obvious full lips here. We have to investigate. I hope my instagram search like explore page just becomes pretty camels <laughs> just you know like just before and after camels i do want to see like a photo of what is considered to be the most gorgeous camel that is naturally the most gorgeous camel because i wouldn't be able to tell but i know that's, you but know, that's all fault. in the eye of the beholder yeah and the true. breeder <laughs> so crazy um yeah over 40 camels were disqualified over 40 40 wow uh-huh wow and that's just like i guess what they could find out like how many other people i'm are sure hiding? some people yeah their work wasn't as good wow or whatever and mm-hmm. okay interesting well, oh yeah good to know everyone's doing everyone's crazy well and making good decisions <laughs> um this might be a good or bad decision do you see barefoot wines and oreo thins have teamed up to make an oreo thin wine I hate this. I hate everything about this. Uh-huh. It's the... It's... 
<laughs> sound like such a curmudgeon today. Sorry. <laughs> it's the weather. Yeah, it's uh, the weather. It's the weather. I'm nice. It's as affordable as it is fancy, according to Food and Wine Barefoot's new Oreo Thins inspired, quote, grape wine with natural flavors can be had for just twenty four ninety nine. But I don't understand. Quote, grape wine. I don't understand if it's grape wine with natural flavors. Where does the Oreo come in? Yeah. Okay. We had such a great time Vanilla? exploring different flavor combinations, ultimately pairing the signature flavors of Oreo thin cookies with a blend of our bright berry flavored red wine. Okay. I have so many questions. Hmm. My first one is when you think of Oreos. Yeah. I know what an Oreo tastes like. Yeah. I could not right now in my brain and taste buds conjure up what an Oreo thin tastes like. <laughs> like, like why specific? That's just the, the cookie, things. right? Yeah, it's basically just the cookie. I think it has just a very thin little bit of so it's aptly named filling. Yeah, <laughs> I think they didn't try to get too clever with the name on Look, it. I love a thin dessert. Okay, <laughs> I very much appreciate a thin dessert, but. I w- it needs to be classic Oreo. Why is Oreo Thins getting the deal? I mean, I is do not it? approve as someone in Somalier yeah. certification school. Mm. I do not approve of this, mm. but I didn't approve of barefoot wine anyway. Oh, whoa. Oof. Shots fired. Oof. Okay. Look, <laughs> I don't mind a cheap wine, but barefoot is like, first of all, the name itself, unless they come on as a sponsor and mm-hmm. then we're deleting this episode. <laughs> Get it while you can, while the tea is hot. Um, like the last thing I want to think about is someone actually barefoot stepping on the grapes. But so that's they take, what happens. Not not since fucking Mesopotamia <laughs> or Greece <laughs> or the one uh, news anchor that the news anchor. was like the first meme that yeah. ever created on the internet. Not since I love Lucy. So like I don't want to think about someone's stank ass feet mm-hmm. stomping on my Chardonnay grapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know true. what I mean. That's fair. That's fair. Um, it's like naming it like rotten because it's fermented, <laughs> or like naming it like yeast. <laughs> Because that's yeah, what it is. Oh, that might be yeast might be the worst one. I mean. The, but I am curious why they went with Oreo thins and not just regular Oreos. Was yes. is it because the Oreo thin demo is probably female based that would buy wines and Oreo thins? Does Oreo thin have a demo? Uh that's what I'm wondering. Uh there's a lot of question marks Ooh. around this. It's <laughs> so strange. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Oh, $24.99 is the price for two bottles. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Do you get a bag of Oreo thins with it or does, it have, a, does it have a picture of an Oreo on the label? It, yeah. Barefoot Oreo thins. Can I see? Yeah. It looks like. Um, I'm so mad. Like I'm that. so mad at this. I'm curious about it. <laughs> I'll be so honest. I'm so mad at this. There's a part of me that wants because chocolate and red wine I get. But, but that's not even wine, you guys. Barefoot, you... <laughs> barefoot is, a f- it might be malt liquor. Fair, fair. And you know why I'm so opposed, right? And I hmm. feel like this is whenever we find a collab of a snack with something else. Yeah. It's because I feel like it's opening the floodgates for people trying to one up each other. And now, and then it's going to be like hot Cheetos, Sauvignon Blanc, you know? Which I think is probably out there. I mean, what was it? Arby's curly fries and vodka. Oh, that's was what recent. that's what really got me going. Yeah, that one really grinded my see, gears. I don't mind that because potatoes are the base of vodka anyway. Thank you. So but there's Oreos, a connection. Not the base of wine. Yeah, no, this feels like I mean publicity. They're doing or, it to get out there. Or like make it a dessert wine. You know what yeah. I mean? Like make it a Moscato they type call of it a vibe. red blend. So there's many things about this that are vague and uncertain. Oh, my God. But good for them. Good. If you're looking for a holiday gift this season. Good for them. Um, I went to a sauna this morning. Yeah, you love doing that. 
<laughs> I do. <laughs> I, I do. Like that's why I know that Mabry's like going for a health kick is when she's made an early sauna appointment. I took <laughs> one night off of drinking nice. last night. <laughs> and I was like so proud of myself. Because um, last week I was like, I'm only going to drink on the weekend. And then I only took Monday off. So yep. then this week I was like, if I take Monday off, I'm at least tied with last week. <laughs> um, but no, I went to the sauna. I braved the noah's ark level flooding yeah to get to the sauna this morning for mm-hmm. 8 a.m wow i did one of those things <laughs> i did one of those things where i was like in honor in order for me to like make myself get out of bed and, and start my day yeah i'll schedule something that i would lose money if i don't mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. now is that to say that at 7 20 i didn't text the sauna and say could i reschedule and they were like sure <laughs> and i was like fuck it no stick to your word i'll be there but i went there and I've told you before that there's a lot of, like, believe paraphernalia everywhere. Uh, yes, yes, yes. You live, know, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love, but also skewing more towards Christianity. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It'll be like prayer. Oh, okay. Like, it, it's not More like, religious based. Okay. Like, if you looked really quick, you might think it had something very yoga-y, uh-huh. but, but it's actually like it's like christian home goods. it's like christianity yes yeah okay. like posing as like okay yoga gotcha um but anyway normally they play just you know soothing kind of tones you know sound yes. bathy stuff and then one time i told you i went there when it opened and i think i got there too early and they hadn't switched the music yet and it was like christian rock yeah oh well, this morning it was um christmas music okay but like only the hymn ones. Only the Jesus stuff. Yes. Okay. And so I'm sitting there. Huh. You've never fought off a panic attack. Like when you're in a small wooden coffin box <laughs> at 160 degrees at minute 25 and Little Drummer Boy comes on. The slowest, most strong out. No, it's like blaring uh, through all the speakers. You can't like change it. Uh, uh-uh, that would be yeah, an actual panic attack for me. I'd be like, I know what hell feels like. It's this inferno. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, a telltale heart, a little parumpa pump sound in the background. I'm gonna say it. I think Little Drummer Boy is the worst Christmas song. Wow. Okay. I feel like there's a lot of really bad Christmas songs and I haven't listened to the lyrics of Little Drummer Boy in a while. No, it's not even the lyrics. It's just that it's like, he's like, may I play this song? Ah, okay, yeah. Sure, you can play this song. Should I start right now? It's just like, get to the song, drummer. It's like scatting, but like in Jesus's time. It's quicker if the pace was picked up. I mean, it is like that song, I'm Blue. Dabu dee dabu yes. <laughs> yeah, like it sounds like Jack Black is singing the song. Yeah, there really aren't uh, a lot of lyrics. Maybe this is one of the biggest pranks that this person wrote five lyrics uh, or stanzas or lines and just separated them by parumpa pum pum, rumpa pum pum, rumpa And it's a hit. And yeah. it's an absolute hit. And it's not till very like almost halfway over halfway through the song that Mary lets him play the finally, drum. Finally, it, Mary's like, God, get it over with, man. I'm like having the Lord over here. <laughs> but it seems like he's been playing since the start of the song. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, that's uh, not one of the good ones. Not good. But I did look up a fact. Mm-hmm. Little drummer boy. Uh, the Nightmare, yeah. was brought into the world. It was originally sang in 1951 by the Von Trapp family. That's the first 
Yeah, like the family that Sound of Music is based off of. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile. So they're responsible. They're responsible. (laughs) I know, because when I looked up little drummer boy, Pentatonix's version comes up first. We love you, Scott Hoying, but I cannot stand a Christmas song. I'm sure out of the ones, y'all's are the best. I bet. Wow. So many people have covered little drummer boy. Yeah, Carrie Underwood. Justin Bieber. Justin he was a little drummer boy, though. Technically, that's what was on his business card when he first started YouTube. <laughs> but it was Lil. <laughs> Lil drummer Lil boy. Lil drummer boy. Um, wow. Have you gotten any Christmas cards this year? Yeah. I'm terrible at checking my mailbox. Um, oh, really? But So I don't think so, but I, I, that's not a definite. I was just thinking about how that's like such a sign of like you've truly become an adult <sighs> when you have, because Beth just, uh, our friend emailed yeah. me and was like, what's your address? Yeah, I got that. And I then got. I got one from John Milheiser today that was, you guys know him from Camp Dakota, yes. if you watch that, or from SNL. He sent me a Christmas card with like pictures of his dogs in it, which are so cute, with a wax seal. What? Like, like, like a stamp like, that you... Like a full pour wax and then put <laughs> your initials in the seal. I was what? like, I'll never like, be that put together. That's a bit much. But for yeah, him, but he is, but it's the best. But yeah. he's like an artist and the, and the best. It's like an invite to Hogwarts. Yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah, I have... Um, Bridgerton. I, I just, yeah, I don't I haven't seen it yet. I only saw a couple episodes I got bored. <laughs> I haven't... <laughs> I can't. I'm on the fence about whether I aspire to be someone. I know. I don't think I do, but I, I, because it doesn't connect with me at all. Like my little brother does it every he Christmas. Does? Yeah, they'll send out, they take a photo, they get it made into a Christmas card, they send it out to everyone. Get out of here. And they're very like old school, traditional like that. And it just, I, I don't have that. Because wow. it requires a lot of organization yeah. and actual follow through. Like a Rolodex <laughs> of addresses. Right. And I don't have those qualities mm-hmm. at like the top of my list Mm-mm. of things that uh, I can do. So I, it's never going to happen for me. Okay. I don't think it'll ever happen for me either. I mean, I do enjoy it when like my friends who have kids and stuff, they'll send it and I'll be like, that's yeah. so cute. Like my friend Ashley in North Carolina, like they do a Valentine's Day one. They do wow. a Christmas one. Like she is always be mailing stuff okay here's the question on that then. okay what's Sounds your expensive. what's your exact well that's one thing what's the personal expiration date you have for those cards when do you throw them away do you throw them away it feels so guilty to throw that stuff away yeah i do like a take a picture of it yeah say thank you okay. cherish it put it in the drawer <laughs> until the next one that's true because i only started throwing uh tim's away when i realized i had more than like two or three in my home already. And I was like, I don't need this many. The only cards I save are from like Chip. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? It's like significant other cards. Outside of that, it's like... Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I feel terrible every time. There's a weird like... I don't to care about this. To person. take someone's like baby <laughs> yeah. and throw it in the trash. And then it's yeah, it's like a, a photo. It's like something that they made. It's tangible. And then to be like, no. <laughs> but what else? What's the alternative? But what's the alternative? You're a a non. You're a childless woman with your fridge covered in right. other people's children. Like that yeah. I find to be a lot more disturbing than throwing it away. So maybe now I don't like the people that do that every year. Uh-oh. And maybe that's your I own feel like brother. That's your flesh and no, blood. I know. It's fine. They're they're doing a great job. Their, their ability to, to do it every year is honestly, that's inspiring to mm-hmm. me. Do I want to do exactly that every year? No. But their ability to just be on top of it. And like that's their tradition that they do. How many, how many cards do you think 
they send out? Because are we talking they send out 10 or no they idea. send out like 40? I have no idea. To be honest, that's uh, I could guess either one of those. I think it's probably more like 40. That's crazy. I know. They're old school. like that. They're very traditional and they're very on top of like those sweet little mm-hmm. moments yes. of traditional things. Yeah, that's not a... Not in my wheelhouse. It's not anywhere in said year. wheelhouse. I'm like, we can barely get on top of our Patreon perks. I can't I don't, I don't own out. stamps. I don't own stamps. <laughs> yeah. If I needed to mail something right now, forget it. Anything that requires me like mailing, that's why I never return clothes that I, I order online. Well, I know. But here's the deal is Chip has been surprising me with like little things here and there. But then like, um, like we're going on vacation. Mm-hmm. So he's like, sent me new slides because oh, I cute. needed them and like things like that. But then it'll be the wrong size or he'll get both sizes. So then I'm tasked to go bring it back to Mm. return it and i said to him last week i was like i'm a male woman for you (laughs) i was like we gotta i was like i've been i've been to the fedex slash ups slash post office more in the last week and a half and that's my nightmare same guys i have no idea how anything works at either of the places usps the actual uh post office uh fedex and I always walk in trying to remember what they're telling me yep. so that for next time I know exactly what to do. And I'm just so it's like when I meet someone for the first time and I don't listen to when they say their name and then I forget mm-hmm. it immediately. It's the same thing at the post office. And I always feel like I'm fucking up. Post I don't know offices what I'm doing to me when they talk to me, because also like I would like go to FedEx with the one thing and yeah. then I'd be like, oh, they couldn't do it because they can't scan the barcode because it's something mm-hmm. else. He was like, no, that's why I told you to go to UPS. And I'm like, why are there so many places? <laughs> but um. It's like when they explain to me how to mail stuff, it's like learning how to do taxes or learning what Bitcoin is. I'm like, none of this will none of this will register to me. A hundred percent. It's like someone explaining something in physics um, or explaining attempting to explain like why we don't know what black holes do. (laughs) I'm like, why you say this? Like, this is normal. You know, it's a black hole. The FedEx in Glendale. Yeah, you heard it. I I said it. The new year is coming in hot and you've probably started thinking about your resolutions. If one of your goals is to get healthier and build better habits, well, the Noom is here to help you get on track. No more abandoning your new year's resolutions by March. Come on, stick to it. And when it comes to getting healthier, there's a lot of pressure out there to label certain things as good or bad, which just creates unnecessary dilemmas. You don't need rules to get healthy. Fuck the rules. You just need the knowledge and the wisdom to empower you to build smarter, more sustainable habits. Noom uses a cognitive behavioral approach that helps you better understand your relationship with the habits you already have and gives you the knowledge and support you need for a long-lasting change. And Noom is empowering not stress inducing okay one day off isn't gonna ruin the entire program noom will help you get back on track there's so many times where i'm like well i already had one miniature snickers i guess i'll go ham y'all no it's all about balance i also love that noom has recipes so if you feel like having you know a a a moment in your week where you're trying to eat a little healthier they have all types of options which you know i appreciate because i love to cook so start building better habits for healthier long-term results sign up for your trial at noom.com slash weird that's n-o-o-m dot com slash weird to sign up for your free trial guess what i just saw right before i got over here that Whoa. I am a little like an apparition hmm. of a dead relative. No, that's all it's time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I saw a BuzzFeed article that says this 90 day fiance star is making probably more money than your annual salary in one week by selling her farts in jars. 
Yeah. Someone selling jarts. But they're on 90 Day Fiance? They were on 90 Day Fiance. It's this girl, Stephanie. I remember I watched this season. Strike while the butthole is hot. I hope she doesn't prolapse. Do you (laughs) you remember them as a couple? I didn't really watch 90 Day Fiance outside of one season. Okay. Yeah. I haven't watched in a couple or like a year. There's so many spinoffs. I can't keep up. But she was advertising or saying she made a TikTok, um, which now has 6.5 million views called A Day in the Life of a Girl Who Sells Her Farts in a Jar. I saw that, but I didn't know it was a 90-day fiancéer. I wouldn't have known. When I saw the video, I was like, I don't know that person from 90-day fiancé. And she made another video where she said she made $45,000 in one week from selling jarred farts. <laughs> and <laughs> and so this journalist for BuzzFeed like asked her about it, and she said, uh, I think my main motivation was money, but I also yeah. thought it'd be a hilarious publicity move that would get a lot of people's attention, and it has definitely worked. Because I vaguely remember that she was like a social media influencer oh, on the show. I was going to say, what is her job f- this for this to be like I, a turn? I think it was, I vaguely remember, but that could be totally wrong. But part of me is like, does she listen to this podcast? Well, when did she start selling these? When did she start selling these jarred farts? At what point did this take off for her? Was she the fiance from abroad or was she the She fiance? was from Yonkers, New York. Yeah. Well, that's bonkers, Yonkers. That's bonkers, Yonkers. And um, I was like, oh, I don't want to make this about me, but I can't help but make but it about us. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll take our commission. Um, no, I. here's the thing about jarts, though. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. It's apparently a viable, well, lucrative we're, we're business. Like, our friends are sending cards with wax seals. And, and I'm like, here's the thing about charts <laughs> is if you created that as your home business. Right. You would have to go to the post office and mail a bunch of jars. And who wants that? Who wants to do that? I would I mean, have to have I would have to have a fulfillment center. <laughs> I would have to go like, look, guys, once a week I'm eating veggie masala and pakora oh and i'm coming in and i'm just I'm and i'm just so farting so down the line like that i love yeah. lucy episode i'm uh yeah i'm doing some buffalo cauliflower for breakfast <laughs> oh my god and then i'm gonna have yeah. a productive day one time i ate a whole thing of buffalo <laughs> i can't do it one time i ate a whole thing of buffalo cauliflower that i had to lock myself in my room and that's when i watched the whole first season of orange is the new black because <laughs> I, I was like i can't leave the room i, I am the taste of buffalo cauliflower, I love. The experience yes. my body has with it afterwards is not worth no it. No one should be eating that much cauliflower. And yet I still do it <laughs> constantly. Absolutely constantly. Um, speaking of mailing things, though, yeah. uh, I was telling you this before we started, but just for you guys who are listening, who are thinking about getting into it, the Barflies, the book club that we do on Patreon, which yes. is available to any level on Patreon, they start at $5 and go up from there. We wanted to cram in one more book, but it was like, we've been reading like heavy books this year. Yeah. Like full on like like heavy fucking novels. So we were like, let's do something really stupid. Let's just do like a rom-com one. Yeah. So I picked the book last night and I put Mm -hmm. it on Patreon and then I ordered it. And then, and then today I see like, it's been delivered. I ordered it and I sent it to my accountants (laughs) in New York. Because that's my billing address. So my accountant just gets a book that's called How to Marry Keanu Reeves in 90 Days. <laughs> Which I didn't know existed. It's a book. It's uh, a fictional book. When did it come out? I think it came out in the last year or so. It's about like a girl's obsessed with Keanu and finds out he's going to have get married. So she goes to like 
it Break was the wedding originally published november 2nd 2021 this is brand, oh, this is brand fresh. new yeah this is super super new super you're welcome accountant you got that new new from me it doesn't have great ratings on goodreads not but. on goodreads but goodreads are a bunch of haters i've read my own goodreads <laughs> once and i was like well i guess i'll jump off a cliff it's <laughs> <laughs> reading anything on the internet it is, it's an editor's pick on amazon wow yeah so anyway well uh, make sure that they don't crack it open well <laughs> you gotta keep it well now i'm just like okay if i do order christmas gifts i gotta make sure no i was like give it to your wife uh <laughs> but now and i do order gifts to make sure all of them don't go to yeah Penn Station yeah. in New York. I mean, like, he also got a hummingbird ornament, oh, a disc see, golf ornament. Been, it could have been way could've more been scandalous. Well, you know what actually happened? What? Is when we were going to Palm Springs last week and I ordered all of our bedding, yeah. sheets, duvet covers, everything. Yeah. I accidentally had all of it sent to New York <gasps> and I had to go into in each individual order and cancel it and oh. reorder it. Oh, what a pain in the ass. What fun. I know, an easy problem to have. Uh, did you see the now deleted Britney Spears dragging Diane Sawyer? It's deleted? Apparently it's deleted. Oh, damn it. I loved it. I was like cheering. I didn't see it until seeing the article about it. I saw some people tweeting about it yesterday, but I didn't fully understand it. And yeah, there's still like a tweets with like the screen grabs of all of it up. Diane Sawyer is a slut shamer. Yeah, like <laughs> hardcore. My favorite part is her calling out Diane Sawyer for kind of slut shaming her and calling her like a shopping addict or like bringing up that the, she yeah. had some weird like shopping thing which wasn't true and that she wishes she had said to Diane Sawyer ma'am uh -huh. I'm a Catholic slut you want to join me at mass and I can serve your husband my certify certificate on shopping for anonymous players. <laughs> I don't really follow the thread, I don't really but I love it. it. I mean, the I wish Brittany had given. I'm, so I'm assuming it's relating to her. She's been going to the mall recently to right. because she can now to buy her own Christmas gifts because she's been ordering them uh, at, to home every year. And right. now she finally gets to go and she gets to go to an ATM and she loves to see like malls dressed up for Christmas. No, and no, no. All of that. So she's been going. And then I don't know. So I guess that brought up shopping, which I guess maybe reminded her of this interview from 20 years ago uh and that she could now have the freedom to like talk about well, it well i guess the catholic slut of it all is her um first music video mm. oh. she's dressed as a catholic schoolgirl. right 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 so diane oh. the slut shamer sawyer problem that's the thread i'm connecting because okay. i was confused at first because i was like britney's not Dang. fucking catholic i kind of love that it seems so random i know <laughs> And then I was like, oh, right. The very first music video. Yes. Okay. Hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I know that she was going on the, she was doing this interview to like promote, I guess, the album that came out after that or something like that. And that's what she was bringing up in the interview. So that makes way more. Okay. Yeah. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. You With the Britney posts. When you decipher it. Yes. Yeah. It's truly like a, a Nicolas Cage national treasure. Yeah. To you, know, you, got, you got to get in there. Yeah. There's hieroglyphics. I mean, like the, the yeah. emojis can be decoded. And the super fans know what she's talking about and what she's referring to when she says like red or uses roses or this or that, that it is. Does anyone know what the red rose, the red and the roses mean? I don't know. Her project I don't know. red. But I'm sure. Are we going to get red <laughs> for not knowing? <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I mean, it's, yeah, it's deleted now. Uh, but damn, I loved it. I was sitting <sighs> in my kitchen last night and I, I saw that and I like cheered. And yeah. then, of course, I immediately watched like the videos of people in the in the replies yeah. showing like how terrible Diane Sawyer is. It makes everyone cry. My favorite one that I saw was like, uh, 
it was like a video of of Whitney Houston clapping or something and being like Whitney in heaven, like excited because Diane Sawyer did that to Whitney of like, are you on uh, insert like just she's so disrespectful. Yeah. Well, she's getting called out now. So (laughs) I don't know if she's still working anyway, but (laughs) there we go. What a Christmas miracle. Right? I did not think that I would get so worked up about Diane Sawyer. Um, You know, I never know where these podcasts are going to lead to. No, not at all. Um, But I will say one thing I am looking forward to today is watching the rest of the holiday, which we're talking about in our bonus podcast over on our Patreon. And I am 30 minutes in and yeah, Yeah. I don't I'm not going to say anything now. I'm going to save it all for the bonus. I can't wait. I love it. Yeah, we're doing that as our bonus. And then also uh, another thing, Patreon, besides Barflies, all levels of you guys, uh, we are going to do a live stream this Saturday. Um, we're so excited. We're going to have like an an office holiday Christmas party. Yeah, because um, th- we've worked in offices for the last few years and know how those work. Well, you know, I've been to my fair share back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but no, we're going to have an office little Christmas party for all the patrons. And whether you're a patron or not, we do have some very few tickets left to our yeah. show in new york and tampa in yes. january so Go check those get out. those while you can it's gonna be such a blast uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just tired <laughs> again i'm tired this got weird 